Welcome to the WDW Fan Zone Show. Tonight, we're going to talk about the things that excite us to return to the world of Walt Disney. And we're going to discuss some other things as well within that frame. But right now, John, and this was John's idea of this show, to talk about things that excite us to go back, to keep us going back to Walt Disney World. Um, and, you know, there's been a lot of things that have kind of thrown monkey wrenches in it over the last few years. And we'll get into all that. But first, I want to introduce John, Darlene, and myself, Stuart. Hello. And Happy we, New Year, 2024, guys. Yeah, that's right. Happy New Year. <laughs> uh, but before we get into the show, John has some really exciting news to share with everybody. Oh, do I? <laughs> you know, I, I think it's an 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 apropos time. Oh, an apropos. App. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, yeah, that's what keeps me coming back to uh, Walt Disney World and makes me excited is the appetizers. No. <laughs> <laughs> but the news that Stuart was alluding to was for those users of our app, and unfortunately, it's only for any of our users who have iPhones, because I only know how to develop in the iPhone environment. I don't know how to develop in the Android environment, but for the users of the app, I'm getting set to push a a new version out with a new feature. And that new feature is going to be a way for you to answer questions that we put out there. So opinion okay. survey type questions, and it'll allow you to give your opinion and then we can share the results from all of the users on the podcast here. And it, it's it. all going to be anonymous. Nobody will know who voted yes or no on the questions i won't know nobody will know but we will at least get to share some of the responses back so how many people said yes and how many people said no nice simple easy to answer things you there'll be a little thumbs up for a yes and a thumbs down for a no you'll be able to press the yes or no and submit and that will record your answer and if for some reason you miss a couple of questions you'll be able to go back and answer any of the questions that you did miss the next time that you open the app so a little something different hopefully something a little fun for you and a little additional dimension for us on the podcast here when we get to share the the results so look for that app update coming soon to the app store awesome thank you john and something i want to mention on a lot well a different note. Um, I would love to put together, it, it wouldn't be on a Disney cruise because I, I want to make it for everybody to be able to afford going on this, but I'd like to put together possibly a group cruise sometime in the first half of 2025. So before I go any further, I haven't done much research or anything into it yet, although I plan to. Um, but before I go any further into it, I'd like to know if there's anybody out there that's interested in doing something like that. Gee, I wonder where we could ask that question. <laughs> we could ask it on the app. We could. <laughs> we could. That that would be a good question to ask on the app. Um, and I would like to get a handle on how many people are interested before I even approach our favorite travel um, planner to, to help with this. Um, so if you guys out there could give me an idea of who's interested. I'm not looking for what months you're available. I just want to know, are you interested first half of 2025? 
all I want to know right now. And we'll go from there. All right. So tonight's topic, John, I'm going to let you drive this a little bit. Because oh, I'm interested. Is... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm going to let you drive the topic right. for the tonight since it was your idea. And um, I, I know I'll take it off the rails. So <laughs> <laughs> We all go off the rails. The the reason behind the topic or what made me think of this was we've talked about you know some of the, the challenges. So things are more expensive these days, travel is more expensive, park tickets are, are more expensive, food's more expensive. But then there's there's also other things. We've got attractions changing, closing, or you know, we've, we've attractions that might have difficulty because of technical problems. So it, there's a lot of things out there, you know, over the past year, I would say, that have been maybe a little challenging when it comes to going to Walt Disney World and, and the parks. But I still personally am excited about going back the next time. And I've talked about it not going to be for a little while just yet, but I still have that excitement. So the idea was, even after all this time and even during current challenges, what are some of the things that still keep us excited to coming back to Walt Disney World? So that was the question. So I will start it off and, and ask for your opinions too. And, and I guess before we get into some of the reasons we were talking before the show, mm -hmm. we have different, we have different viewpoints here because for instance, yeah. I have to take an airplane flight to get to Walt Disney World. So I am not in Walt Disney World once a month or you know, in this particular case, it's, it's a year in between my trips because of having to take an airplane flight and having other things going on in my life. I just haven't been able to get there. But for you and Darlene, you have much closer access. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get on a plane. Yeah. So we we have different we have different experiences. We have different points of view, and so it'll be interesting to hear. Yeah, I think Darlene and, and my expectations are while they may be different from each other, I think they're di definitely different from yours or anybody else who's got to take a plane or drive thousands of miles to get here or yeah. hundreds of miles. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I think the well, the first thing that I'm going to share, one of the things that makes me excited is is probably something that most people would think of and pretty straightforward one, but I'm interested in seeing the things that are different from the last time that I've been there. Mm -hmm. And we've said this before when we've talked about why do we keep going back to Walt Disney World? Well, since it's been a little while it's been since april it's been eight nine months since i've been to walt disney world so it, there's been a lot that's happened over that time and just a couple of examples are things like moana the shape of water i'm really interested in seeing that especially after seeing the pictures that you both posted and, and your opinions of it and opinions from others very interested to see it's something different unique and and just to see epcot without the walls down, right. you know, without most of the walls in the way. So <laughs> that's something I've been looking forward to for a, a long time. So I'm very excited about that. Agreed. <laughs> yeah. 
I still haven't. I seen them at night when they were down, but I didn't really see in it because we were leaving. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. So, and I was like, something's different. What's, di oh my gosh, the walls are down. Yeah, yeah the walls that are down, uh, they did, a, I'll tell you, they really did a phenomenal job, John. And it's something that, it was exciting for me to see. I'm sure it was exciting for you to see too, Darlene. And it's something that will excite you on your next trip, John. Yeah. Well, and talking about excited to come back. So I talk about the things that are new. I actually make a list before I go on my trips. Mm -hmm. What are the things that are new since I was last there mm -hmm. so that I can try to get to see most or all of them? Right. I, I have that planned out ahead of time and yeah. it gives so which is another thing that excites me so i've got this list of things i want to do or things i want to see and, and that it adds to the excitement for me yeah that's great now darling i don't know if this is true for you but i know for me when my kids were little and we would we wouldn't go every year it was we eventually went up going every other year then every year but you know until we got there but what was exciting for me, and I'm sure for those of you who have young children at home, the excitement is watching your kids grow and how different their experiences are from one age to the next when you yes. go to Walt Disney World. And that could be, there's always something different in the parks. Things will change from one trip to the next, even if you go every six months. Right. But what's really exciting is how you see it through your growing children's eyes. It's just those are the best and most memorable trips I have mm -hmm. of Walt Disney World, even though I've been there countless times. Um, Darlene, I'm going to let you just give your Yeah, I, I mean, I took Alicia when she was just like one and a half to Disneyland. <clears throat> and then the next time we went, we went to Disney World. And that was in 1998. So there was like a 10 year or 11 year age gap, you know, and to see her then to then it was amazing but to be with her and like see her eyes at how the parks have changed and and doing like rise of the resistance and mickey's runaway railway and um you know uh my my son-in-law doing guardians you know it, it it's amazing you know uh to see them doing it as an adult because i i've been to Disney with them quite a few times over the years um, as they've grown and it, it's it's awesome you know yeah and I know my daughter will never admit this but when she goes to Walt Disney World now as an adult she totally geeks out totally. yeah <laughs> yeah that's my my daughter and my son-in-law <laughs> yeah it's good to see so that makes you excited ahead of time, knowing that you're knowing that they're coming, yes. Experiencing yeah. it with them and right. See yeah, I have one adult, I have one adult child here um in Florida. Uh you know, so it's he enjoys it too, but he doesn't get geeked out by it. <laughs> right. Minnie Mouse is saying goodnight. <laughs> oh, is that what that was? Oh. <laughs> that was. Uh. Um, you know, there's a lot to excite people coming to the parks. I, I know for for me, it's the fireworks. Whether it's the same show I've seen a million times or a new show, 
it's always exciting to see the fireworks. What's not exciting are the crowds for the fireworks. Yeah. And, and when I say that, I don't mean the crowds of people. It's the few individual guests that don't behave well. Right. But where that's another topic for another day. But the fireworks are, you can't find, yeah, yes, the Macy's fireworks for July 4th are phenomenal. But even those don't compare it to the Walt Disney World fireworks. Mm-hmm. And the parades, the parades that Disney puts on are something that you always, you know, you want to see, especially like the holiday ones are amazing too. Oh yeah. That's, that's one of the things that provides excitement for me to go back are the different events. So whether it's the holidays, the holidays are always something that draw me in. Christmas mm-hmm. holidays or, or, you know, Halloween, because Disney's got special decorations and events for that run Disney. And run. I, I don't get to as many run Disney events as I'd like to, mm-hmm. but I, I get excited when I'm signed up for a run Disney race and I'm going to be able to be in the race, but also at Walt Disney world experiencing it at the same time and, and having the race experience in Walt Disney world. That's, why so many of us like and love to run with run disney and i'd like to wish all of the marathon runners that are running this weekend uh which they started today uh for the 5k the 10ks you know the half and then the the full on sunday so i wish you guys to run strong and stay safe and it's beautiful weather down here for you guys to do all your runs oh yeah right what is it yes oh yeah you're it's making like, me jealous. It's like a chilly, it's got a chilly breeze, and it was like 58 yeah. was like the high today. It was not 33 degrees in the morning, no. and, but it's also not 70 degrees at 8 a.m. Right, exactly. Today, today it was 52 degrees in, in the morning um, yes. here, which for Florida is cold. So for those of you living up north going like, hey, that's summer weather up there. That's Perfect um, running weather. Yes. Yeah. Now, yeah. most of the day was around in the mid 50s. And then all of a sudden, I look at my echo that's on the side of my desk here and I go, it's 65. It's like, how did we get to 65? Well, the sun but, came up for a little while. Right. And it didn't last long. No. Because <laughs> no. I had a doctor's appointment today and I wore my barn coat. And then by the, t- what, by the time I got back, into the car after stopping at the store, I was like, oh my gosh, it's so hot. They had to take it off. Then you got back outside. And see, right now we have a very low wind coming from the West Coast. And it's the low pressure is causing a very windy, cool, chilly breeze. So I know um, Sparkle Athletic, if anybody needs, they've got gloves and Marlar blankets for you. <laughs> that was Darlene with the Doppler weather forecast. There okay. you go. <laughs> yeah. we, we've got our first snow in about a year coming this weekend. Wow. Yeah, I heard. I heard it's, it's supposed it to be a It might be a storm. big one, right? Yeah. It's one of those that we, we're we always kind of on the border. And sucks for you. <laughs> Pardon me? <laughs> <laughs> sucks for me oh okay lake erie has not frozen mm. yeah, you know one of the reasons i moved 
to Florida was it wasn't just Disney, although that was at the time the number one, well, I can't even say it was the number one reason at the time because it was closed because <laughs> of world events. But um, you know, that that was the you know, one thing that was getting me here was like always thinking about it, but one of the reasons was not having to deal with snow anymore. Mm. You didn't have as much snow as I did. Oh, of course not. Uh, you know, if we had two feet, that was a flurry for where you were. <laughs> seven, seven feet was the, uh, plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But uh, other events are things like food and wine, flower and mm -hmm. garden. Always in general. get excited about coming to things like that, uh, the food, booze. Mm -hmm. And you know, all the special events that happen are, are the kinds of things that, that get me excited. And and some of the times that we like to come. You want to hear something funny? For the last couple of years, maybe in a few years, I've gone to Epcot a number of times with the idea of taking advantage a little bit of the food at the Food and Wine Festival. Hmm. But it always turns out that someone in our party that we go with decides, hey, let's make this reservation and They've got a discount for a restaurant and we wind up going to a restaurant. And by the time we get finished, it's like, I can't even think about food. I'm so stuffed. Mm -hmm. And yeah. that's happened the last, at it, least the last couple of years. I, I think you need to make a choice. Mm -hmm. And when we go to food and wine and we go to Epcot, we have to make a choice. Are we going to go to a restaurant or are we going to visit the food booth? Because to me, to do both is, is painful. Yes. But you know what? You would think being down here that that choice would be easy so if i go to a restaurant this time the next time i come i'll wind up at the booths but no it's another restaurant again mm. you have to say no i don't know how to say no to via napoli yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> yeah well that's or beer garden for, for that matter for, for me I, I tend to not make a lot of dining reservations ahead of time because... We've done quick service the, the past couple of times. When oh, you John, I, I just want to get off topic, kind of off topic for a second with, because uh, you, you mentioned dining reservations. Right now, Disney is offering free dining to guests staying on property that also have tickets to the parks, if I'm not mistaken. But it doesn't, but it, but it's not available to guests that have other discounts. What you have to do and if you have a travel planner, by all means, discuss this with your travel planner. See which is right for you. If Because it might actually be more money to get the free dining than the discount you might have for the, for the reservation, uh, for the resort. So you have to weigh it out and see which works better for you and which will save you the most money. If, if, um, if you don't care about money, your do you MEI, a mouse fan travel agent, will be very happy to help you with that. Well, Disney Plus subscribers have a special for a free Disney. That's dollars. what it was. It was Disney. It was yeah. Disney Plus staying on a resort, and you had to have park entry too. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's okay. it. Yes, that's yeah, right. Gonna, it was a Disney Plus uh, promotion. Yeah, it's okay. going to be up through September 30th, and I will be coming in October. Oh, oh so you are coming this year. I am coming this year. Oh, yeah. We're Very excited. Good. Very good. I'll make sure we're not around that week. <laughs> I'm I will be here. Don't you yeah, I, I can't wait to. I can't wait up to meet, meet up with you and Kelly. 
All right. Anyway, back to back to what you were saying. Yeah, so I'm back, I, that's closing out my feedback on events making me excited to come down. One of the things go, rolling off your events for me being a local is that I get a chance to try to partake in the um, extra hour events that they do um, at Disney. Um, it might be a DVC event um, where we can go. Moonlight magic. Moonlight magic. Um, I, I've done those a couple times. Mm -hmm. So it, it, that's kind of nice if you can get into it. I'm not staying on property, but I still have that option to try to get a, an event. Well, like right. That. You you have to, well, now you have the, the challenge with you, if you don't have a reservation, you're unlikely to get Moonlight Magic. You're unlikely going to get a ticket for it because mm -hmm. those who have the the state books are going to be the ones that take them off. Yes. Yeah. But we have been lucky because I've taken Stuart and his lovely <laughs> wife with me a couple times. But did you have a staycation scheduled or you, you didn't have any stay at all but you still managed to get tickets well that's that's i something. did yes yes um as a matter of fact um, one of my other friends just recently had an extra ticket and invited me on theirs mm -hmm. and they weren't staying on property either yeah so that's one of the one of the additional benefits of being local mm -hmm. is you get some of those opportunities where for me you know it would be it's not that people don't do that. I know a lot of Disney fans that will go out of their way to schedule unexpected trips just to take part in these things. Right. Mm -hmm. Usually mm -hmm. doesn't work with me and my you know, schedule with other things planned and work and can't just do it that easily. Yeah. Yes. You know, I, I know something for me, and I think I've mentioned this on the show before too. Um, we started to take advantage of, because we were um, Chase Disney reward car holders. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we rack up the points because we put everything on our card because who doesn't these days? Mm -hmm. um, nobody carries cash anymore. And I think I was one of the last holdouts carrying cash. <laughs> and there, it, it, that was a big thing on the news just recently that yeah. they were talking about. A lot yep. of places are going cashless. Yep. So we rack up the reward points and every two three months and sometimes you know we have friends here that are cast members that will get discounts to some of the restaurants and we've taken advantage of that and, and i would and, and that excites us going to it's not just going to the parks it's going to disney world property seeing the different resorts and the, and going to the different restaurants in the resorts and i would highly recommend for anybody traveling to Walt disney world if you've been here before especially if you've been here before you're going to have your favorite restaurants from your last trip or previous trips. Try something new all the time. Um, you know, pay attention to the recommendations from people that you know, that you trust, that you think or you know have similar food interests that you do. I mean, everybody's, it's very subjective taste in food. So what I might like, John may not, or, well, let me rephrase that. Let, John let, let's like, not get into that. They heard John that may either. like, I may not <laughs> like. <laughs> I am very much looking forward to Summer House. I'm going, mm -hmm. got a reservation for March. Yeah, but you know what? Being local here, 
while we do take advantage of the restaurants on property, it's and, and we do eat in the parks when we go. Not all, not always, but most of the time, we probably don't take advantage of the food in the parks as much as we would have if we were traveling here because we don't need to because we know of the mom and pop restaurants that are really good outside of the parks. Mm-hmm. But you know, when in Rome, you know, you're hungry, you're not going to venture outside of the parks. To, you can stay there like, and eat in the parks. Like the one Keith and I went to that you can look out the window and there's little baby alligators walking around. Didn't I tell you about that one? Uh, it wasn't memorable enough if you did. Oh. <laughs> Better hope that she didn't tell you. Oh, it was a delicious restaurant and it was very interesting. Was it in Gatorland? No. We'll tell you. We'll tell you over the weekend. Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I don't think you did tell us about that. Well, those are two of the big reasons I had on my list. One was you talked about the DVC, not the DVC. I'm sorry, the the Disney Visa points. Mm-hmm. Oh so, yeah, when as I start to accrue those and they start to build up, the more that they start to build up, the more excited I am to spend them somewhere. So, right. Yeah, that's definitely a reason that I get excited and and the food so the food in and of itself is one of the big things that gets me excited about coming back whether it's new restaurants like you're talking or restaurants i haven't been to in a long time we've talked about how many options there are so there's always some restaurant that it's been so long that i've been there it's going to be excited for exciting for me to get back if if i get a reservation or I'm able to to walk up possibly those kinds of things. But even beyond that, some of the things that really get me excited about food at Walt Disney World are the limited time items that they have. So for instance, at the Christmas holidays, they they have pages dedicated to all of the different offerings across the different parks and the different resorts that you can get. And so those kinds of food items definitely get me excited to come back mm-hmm. and, oh the desserts and stuff oh my gosh just delicious oh you're killing me see <laughs> getting excited right here <laughs> and you know what excites me too when you go to the magic kingdom and they have a go up of a month and it's different oh. months. <laughs> you can't forget that right i liked the one this past year they had the raspberry in it that was very good. Uh, do you know what it is for January? I have no clue. I no, I, I'm not sure yeah. either. And I don't have my phone with me. So yeah. I killed the battery today. <laughs> um, one of the things that I look forward to also is the um, Festival of the Arts. Where part of the farts. <laughs> Don't give them the opportunities there. Right, I know. Oh my gosh. No, Alexa. but um, seeing all the art. different artwork and stuff that's coming up and, and that's going to be here in. Oh, it's a loud part. Oh, good gracious. I'm going to keep talking. Um, Please. Anything you can say there, Darlene, to the, um, I'm looking forward. Uh, one of the. Uh, right, Alexa, stop. Um, interviewed in the past. Um, Joel Christopher Payne will be here again. 
um, with his artwork and stuff. So it, it's really cool to see. And a lot Darlene of is a close personal friend of Joel Christopher Payne. We met them in Disneyland. Or yes, him. we met him in Disneyland. Yes, we did. He's a wonderful artist. Please look up his um, website and and he's on Facebook and stuff. He looks like Santa Claus. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. No, he has the beard. And he's played Santa Claus. I know him better than you. Sorry. So are you trying to say he's a, a larger man? No. He's not. No. No. Not even close. He's a nice, you know, he's he's an average guy, but he has that... Well, the Santa right, if, if Santa Claus were, were on the thinner side, Joe, then you could say he looks like Santa Claus. Yes. He has the beard like Santa Claus. So he was Scott Calvin before he grew the beard. <laughs> I know, yeah, right. Basically. <laughs> basically. Oh, good golly. But that's that's something that I, I look forward to every year on the Flower and Garden show. Yeah. Yeah, I think Flower and Gar Garden, as much as I like food and wine, is probably more of a favor for me because it doesn't seem to get as crowded in Epcot that time of year as it does oh. during food and wine. Food and wine has gotten very, very big, especially because you've got the, you know, the food and wine marathon at that mm -hmm. time as well. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I, one thing I do want to mention about food and wine, it, it's wonderful. It's great. I think they could take a couple of hints from what SeaWorld is doing and incorporate it into food and wine here at Epcot to improve upon it. Even what though I you, think it's what great. Do they do at, what do they do there? Bigger portions. Oh, bigger oh. portions. Yeah. I don't know. So I, I think the portions that I've had this past year, it might have been Flower and Garden. I didn't eat a lot at food and wine, but I mean, Debbie and I, my friend Debbie um, Hartlett and I, we go so we can try more. We split things and we didn't have a problem, you know, splitting because things were a good portion. See, my thing is, if you're going to charge that kind of money, don't give me a snack. Give me, you know, I, I don't need an, a, a full meal, but give me a little. Right. Bit. Yeah, we did the um, the fry I know I did, I, I did the fries, the fry um, uh, sampler, and we did a couple other, the fried dill pickles, and there was something else, but it was so much that we had leftovers to take back home. So that was during, that was, that was the new booth that they put over by Test Track. Okay. It was donuts last year. It was a fry cart this year, wow. which was really cool. Hmm. I wonder what they'll do next year. I don't know. It was nice to see some changes, though. Mm -hmm. A lot of the booths had a lot of the same stuff. So I think that's why I didn't really go too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They didn't, they, you're right. A lot of booths were very similar, if not the same as the year before, mm -hmm. which kind of surprised me, too. Right. <clears throat> I know they had some booths during Christmas, Yuletide ones and stuff this year, mm -hmm. but I wasn't, like I said, I was only there like one day. So, yeah. You know, um, I'm trying to think what haven't we mentioned a lot. 
Um, and John's going to remind us of the what the many things we haven't mentioned. Well, um, the things that the well, it's not it's the things that we haven't mentioned collectively, but the things that are important to me. Mm-hmm. Well, what's important right, to ahead. you may be important to most of the people listening or watching us on YouTube. And remember to give us a thumbs up. Yes, please. And to like the show, like the show subscribe subscribe please you need all the help we can get mm -hmm. we're desperate um you know my my nephew and my niece were just here and their big thing that they wanted to do besides go to the parks and magic kingdom go to legoland no swim in the pools <laughs> because they really yeah because they remembered how well they were themed hmm. And we were staying at the boardwalk, so they were excited about going in that pool. And my niece really wanted to go down the slide. Nice. So yeah, so that was something that she did. You know, you can go see stormtroopers, you can go see Snow White and Cinderella, or you can go on a on, in a pool with a slide. Let's go mm -hmm. to the pool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. The, now, the pools at Disney are very well themed. They are. They are. Storm Along Bay. Oh, what a magnificent resort pool that is. Uh, and that's just one of many. Animal Kingdom, too, we really enjoyed. Just for any little kitties out there, if your parents try to get you on a slide in the Animal Kingdom pool, when you slide down, there are alligators in the water there. Oh, God. <laughs> I am kidding. Not. There are not. There are not. It was a joke. <laughs> Poor little kid's going to go, Mom, I'm not going to Disney because there's an alligator. <laughs> Mr. Stewart told us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think there are any little kids listening to this show oh. or watching for that matter. One of the things we haven't talked about, and it's it's one of the core things that I feel, you know, excitement about. And that is just the way that I feel when I get to Walt Disney World. So whether it's, it's driving in through the gates or it's walking down Main Street, coming in underneath the railroad and walking down Main Street, there's just some of those iconic moments that, that just lift my spirit, make me feel good inside. And and when I think about those things, they make me excited to, to go back. So, you know, if I'm not thinking about cares at home. I'm not thinking about work. I'm not thinking about how much I paid to get into the park that day. I, there's just that feel, which is one of the big reasons why we go back, but it's one of, mm -hmm. it's one of the things that excites me about going back. You know, it's funny you mentioned that because even living here, and this doesn't happen when I have to make a park reservation. Because when I have to make a park reservation, I feel like I don't know if I'm going to be in the mood to go that day. Because, you know, being down here, if I don't, I, I prefer to wake up one morning and go, hey, to, you know, anybody. feel like meeting up at the park, going to the park, rather than having to make a reservation. When I have to make a reservation, the excitement doesn't start until I actually get into the park. But when I don't have to make a reservation and I can just go and it's like, wow, well, be right, more impromptu. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah. that excitement that I used to get flying down here is the same. 
but it's not the same when I have to make a reservation. Are, are you listening to that? People at executives at Disney, uh, annual pass holders yeah. don't want to. I know you're going to have the good to go days, but can you expand? Expand them, yes. Uh, yeah. How do you feel about that, Darlene? Yeah, here. Oh, well, I mean, I know, I think one of the days that they expanded on was Monday um, for Animal Kingdom. Um, I mean, I'm hoping there's more. I know there was one on Saturday, or Saturday was Animal Kingdom. I think Monday was, was Monday Hollywood Studios or Epcot? Don't know. Didn't even try to get in. It's, okay. I did, yeah. First week of January, I don't like to go because of Run Disney. That's marathon, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I was talking about the excitement going with or without a reservation. Is that still there for you? Yes. You oh, lived? gosh. Yes. 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 Definitely. Yes. Absolutely. One of the big things, and, and I don't think either of you are going to disagree with this, but I did. We, well, we, we we have been to Walt Disney World so many times now, and we've done Disney cruises and other kinds of peripheral Disney events. But one of the other things that excites me about coming back is seeing friends. So we've made so many friends from our Disney experience, and so many of them, like yourselves, live near Walt Disney World now where they're going to be there at the same time because of a run Disney event or some other group event, seeing friends that I have because of Disney events is one of the things that excites me about coming back. So seeing both of you, mm -hmm. so long as you want to see me, is <laughs> yeah. something course. that excites me for coming mm -hmm. back. You know, I enjoy meeting up with people that I'm friends with at the parks, um, going with friends, neighbors. Um, you know, it's because it's not just about the attractions or the food. It, it's about the Disney community. Um, well, that's why we're here today. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm not going to mention, because Darlene and I was waiting for it, how she likes to go meet up with strangers. No, I won't mention that. Oh, God. <laughs> so funny. But, you know, it's... I always feel like if I'm in a Disney park and I happen to see that someone I know is in the park, but I don't know them well, I probably won't even try to contact them because I don't want to interrupt their day. Um you know but if somebody's in the park and they know i'm there i'll be happy to meet up with you for a couple of seconds and let you get back to what you're doing i don't you know if, if that's the one thing i'm always worried about meeting up with someone there impromptu and then taking time away from them because i live down here i can do whatever i want whenever i want well most of the time uh, and I don't want to take their time if they've traveled from another state here or some other, you know, someplace else in the country or world or further away, you know, where they're not here all the time. It, it just, I feel bad. I don't, I don't want to do that. And it's always like, whatever you want to do is fine. We'll just go along, but we don't want to interrupt your trip because your trip is special to you where me, I can come tomorrow. Mm. But it is exciting to meet up with people. 
Mm -hmm. Just give it is. Um, you know, something that excites me is seeing the different resorts. Mm. So there's different times a year. Yeah, and, and I'm going to tell anybody who's been here before when you come down, I know you'll have, because we did too, we had our favorite resorts and we would try to stay there more often than not. But you know what? You don't learn and experience other things if you don't try them. And, and I would tell anybody, experience a new resort when you come down here. It's just the excitement of something new and different. You know, for people who, and I'm going to go back to, I mentioned cruising earlier, people who love Disney cruises, go on different ships. It's the same thing. You want to experience the treasure because it's coming out. Well, experience a resort you haven't been to. And there's such Most a variety of them. Some different themes, different foods, mm -hmm. uh, different locations. Yeah. I, I love, yeah. I love the opportunity to stay at different different Disney resorts. In fact, one of the things on my list was using my DVC points. And as a DVC member, I have the option to stay in a lot of locations, but <laughs> pardon me there. You're, John, are you okay? <laughs> but um, I, I like the opportunity to stay in the different locations that DVC has, but I, I'm also want to get the value out of them so I, I want to get down there or go to a different resort but it's one of the things that pulls me down and knowing that i'm going to either a dvc resort i haven't been to in a while or one of my favorites it it gets me excited about coming down yeah yeah um what else do you have on your list there john that we haven't mentioned oh it, and this is a little bit of dichotomy here. So newer attractions that I haven't had a chance to, to ride very often. So for instance, Tron, I've gotten a chance to ride Tron, I think one time in April. And so it's a newer attraction. Uh, and I haven't been down there for very often since it opened. So I'm looking forward to getting to ride that again. So it's, it's not a, an attraction I haven't mm -hmm. ridden, but haven't had a chance to ride it yet. And this might be cheating, but I've been on Remy quite a lot, but I still think of it as something new and I want to get on it more. So some of the attractions that I haven't, that are newer, that I haven't, or that I want to get on some more times, but I also look forward to seeing, or I look forward to experiencing maybe an attraction I haven't experienced in a while, or I haven't, a show I haven't seen in a while. So. Mm -hmm because of all the variety that's there, there are things that I haven't seen in a while. And if I'm doing some planning and I think about it and I'm making my list and my plan for some things I want to do during the trip. So those are some of the things I think about or, Hey, I haven't done that in quite a while. So it, it makes me excited because it is fresher because I haven't seen it in a while. Yeah. Let's see yeah, here. Yeah, it's even living down here, there, because we'll go like two, three hour clips. Sometimes, you know, I prefer going, honestly, I prefer going at night mm. um, than I do during the day. It's what's it, you know, what's it like thing. to, as somebody who lives nearby and you're driving to the parks, 
-hmm. what's it like for parking and getting out of the parks when you're driving in the evening i'm glad you asked that driving at night um it's i find it's easier to park at night because a lot of people have left the parks already. so you can go up further towards the front maybe yep. okay yep um and getting out if the park closes at 9 30 i'll be out the gate by nine at the latest okay uh, so you're leaving before half the... hour leave and i've okay. never ever had a problem getting out of the parks yeah because you, you you are paying attention to that you don't want to get into the hassle and have spend more time sitting in the parking lot than it takes you to get home you know the only park and this is for anybody who drives to the transportation center at disney world that magic kingdom is the only park that i find to be a little difficult because you have to first get on a monorail or a ferry to get back you know back and forth from the park to the transportation center um you know it, it's It'll take me tops a half hour, and that's tops. That's with traffic, with lights, with accidents, the countless accidents that are here on the roads and far to get to a park. But on a good day, it'll take me 20 minutes. And when they open up the road, which is supposed to open up near me here, it'll probably cut that in half. Hmm. Um, but to the Magic Kingdom, it takes me almost an hour because it's park to get into the park. It's parking the car, walking to the monorail or to the ferry getting over to the park getting in yeah. uh, but you know what excites me when i go into a park because i'm a sadistic you know what <laughs> it's watching people online paying for tickets to get into the park and i just go uh, oh, pass. see I, you bye I, I i am always so thankful when i'm going to a park that i'm not going to a ticket booth at the i, I don't know if i've ever bought tickets at a ticket booth for a park but you see these large groups of individuals, families, and yeah. waiting there to buy a ticket before they even have to wait yeah. to go through the lines to get into the park. And because they didn't plan. So frustrating. Those are the people who don't plan. And those are the people when they go to Spaceship Earth, what's the first, I'm sorry to Epcot, what's the first attraction they go to? I already gave the answer away, Spaceship Earth. <laughs> oh, it's the first attraction we've come to. Let's get online. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a six hour wait. We've been <laughs> arrived so many hours. times about yeah. doing some research being prepared and having yeah. planned yeah 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 uh anything else you guys have you have anything else touched on uh, what one, one last thing that i have and this kind of ties into you know the feeling you get when you you walk in on main street or you go under the the gates to come onto the property but it's it's the familiarity and it, it seems kind of odd but I, I i it's very familiar to me i've been there so many times so it it feels like home but it it has the added benefit of being something i don't do a lot and it has the added benefit of getting away from home so getting away from home but it being familiar at the same time so that's one of the things yeah. you know that ties into that whole feeling of being there being familiar and and still being able to leave my cares behind and take a vacation from the rest of life yeah i'm glad you mentioned leave your cares behind because I, it's different living here and going to the parks mm -hmm. for a few hours here and there but as soon as you walk through that gate it's like whatever you know, whatever you're thinking about, whatever's on your mind, it just goes away. 
you get totally immersed in the park. It's not the same as traveling down here and, and staying at a resort on, on or off property, more so on property. Um, I think you, you're a little more immersed into the Disney magic or mystique, whatever you want to call it. Um, but it's still great. Even just living down here, it's like once I go through those gates, it's like I feel like I'm on a vacation within a vacation that I live every day down here. And that's one thing I, I love about living down here. I feel like I'm on vacation. I don't have to go to Disney World to feel like I'm on vacation, but going to Disney World makes it special. Yes. As long as, as, long as the lines to the attractions I'm going to get on that day aren't so long. <laughs> yeah. I have to say that I agree with everything you just said. Including the lines? Well, the, yeah, the lines, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, that's, yeah. that's that's for another show that we've probably already done anyway. Yeah. I have to admit now that the snowbirds are down here, it did take me about an hour and a half to get from Orlando Millennial Mall to my development. Wow. It's been, you know, I, I, since it wasn't as bad during Christmas as it was right after Christmas, it's like all of a sudden, it's like everybody said, okay, we're going to go down to Disney or Florida after Christmas. Because after Christmas, the roads just got so much worse, especially around New Year's down here. Mm -hmm. It went from, and, and you know, they're all tourists that are down here. Right. It just went from being really congested on the roads. And even when they move, it's, you see some moron going from the right lane, all across three lanes, make a, an illegal turn. And it's just like, oh, God. We're going you, through a red light because I can't see. Do you know what happened to me? I was going to the doctor today and the guy in front of me, I was in the left lane, went over two lanes to turn into a, into a plaza because he was in the left lane and needed to be in the right. Just went straight across. I don't even know if he looked. <laughs> you know, for the life of me, I don't understand why Florida does this because it, it definitely causes accident if, and I can countless deaths every year. They have these turns, legal turns that you can make on a road that don't turn into anything. Right. Forget the fact that there aren't enough lights at certain intersections that where there should oh, be yes. a light. Yes. There, you can make a left or right-hand turn almost anywhere legally, and it doesn't turn into anything. Why, yeah, and people will not, if they come out of their development or onto the main road, rather than go a at most a quarter of a mile to get to a light to make a U-turn, They'll cut all the way across and just go. And they don't care if cars are coming. They'll, they're there. They're going. Mm -hmm. And that's why you see so many accidents, so many fatalities down here. Oh, I know. And it's it's, it's horrendous. Crazy. So if you're traveling down here and you plan to drive, be aware of that. And don't be one of those idiots. Please be careful. Drive defensively. Um. You know, something I think you touched on before, John, just getting back to the topic. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> um, of rails. You know, there there haven't been too many new attractions lately, and for and for different reasons at, at the parks. But what has come, Tron, Guardians, two attractions that I haven't tried because of my motion, my sensitivity to motion sickness. But that's something that I know is exciting a lot of people and and you know, while it may not be the typical Disney attraction that 
you know, we're accustomed to down here. It's something that's bringing other people into the parks or something more for a family who might have teenagers who might love the fact that they're bringing a, a, a Tron or a Guardians in where, you know, when my kids were growing up, we didn't have so many attractions like that for them to take advantage of and get excited about. Now you've got new attractions like that for, for a different age group to take advantage of. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, and there's going to be more coming. Mm-hmm. So anyway, just changing the subject just for a minute, because I want to ask you guys this. If you had to make one prediction about Disney World this year, what would it be? Um, Since we're in 2024. I think we're going to see a lot of changes in the parks. I think we're going to get a lot more um, in each one of them. That's going to materialize. So do, do you mean at D23, they'll make announcements that won't be these blue skies, prom blue sky promises. It'll be more concrete. We're yes. going to do this. Yes. God, I hope you're right. I, I hope so. I hope you're right. Um, I'm hoping. John, what about you? Yeah, well, I was thinking something similar that, you know, more specifically, we're going to hear something more concrete about, especially Magic Kingdom. But uh, to kind of take that another step, I would say we're going to hear where the next park will be that Disney places its focus on development. So shifting away from Epcot and the, and the development that they've been doing there mm -hmm. and probably moving to either, I, I think it's gonna be Animal Kingdom. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, I, well, I there's, there's certainly a number of areas that need it. So Magic Kingdom, Magic Kingdom doesn't, they don't have a need to build new things and expand things there to get people to come to Magic Kingdom. Animal Kingdom, on the other hand, you know, the, the, the whole, the, the whole uh, imbalance of Dino Land now. And so I, I think that that is where they're going to start to invest money. And they're, they're going to invest money in all of the parks. But as far as a focus, I, I have a feeling that's going to be one of their top two, if not their top one. Well, here's my prediction. My prediction is they're going to further make promises on Magic Kingdom and maybe offer a little glimpse of what they may be starting to plan. But Animal Kingdom is going to be where they begin mm -hmm. with their next project. Mm -hmm. And we'll hear that at D23. Now, what I think they need to do, and I think this is, and I hate to say it, I, I think they need to really expand the attractions in Hollywood studios. And that's something we've discussed numerous times on the show. Mm. As, but they put so much money into Hollywood studios over the last several years. I don't see that happening, but it needs to happen. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a tough balancing act. It absolutely. is. And I think if they were making money in some of their other companies, well, you know, whether it's television, movies, I think the money might be there to do multiple projects on multiple fronts, not just at Disney World, at Disneyland also. 
rather than doing a little bit here, wait till that's done, and then do a little bit there and wait till that's done. And I think that's what's been holding them back is, you know, you take the money out of the parks, they're not doing so well. You know, it's the times we live in. A whole other story. Yeah, it is. And we're not going to get into that now. Um, too much. It'll take too much time. That's another <laughs> show, yeah. as I've been saying all night. Um, got, got a lot of ideas for a lot of other shows. <laughs> all right. Uh, think, unless you guys have anything else to add, I think we're going to vamoose. I, I think I'm good. I think I'm good. I, I hope we've gotten everybody a little more excited about their next trip, or maybe they've started to plan another one. You know what? There was something we didn't mention. What's that? What excites people the most? And it's more little ones, but I've seen plenty of adults get excited by this. Meeting different characters in the parks. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Especially when there's new ones that appear that you haven't seen or, or oh. there's a, a new meet and greet that's announced. Yeah. Golly, mm -hmm. yeah. Like yeah. um, Tweedledee and Tweedledum during the one Christmas party I was at a few years ago was amazing because I haven't seen them in years. You know what's exciting? And another thing I forgot to mention, you know what's exciting me too? I can't wait for Asuka to be added to, Ahsoka rather, to be added to Star Tours. Oh, Star Tours, oh, right. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah. going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, uh, Karen, I don't know, is that going to be this year? I, I think so, yes. I hope so. Yeah. I, I, yeah, it only makes sense. Yeah. I, Characters were always one of the things that is an additional level of excitement when it comes to run Disney events, mm -hmm. because I have gotten so many unique character pictures, especially when you talk about the half marathon and the marathon, and you've right. got more time, you got more distance, and you, you have more opportunities within those races than mm -hmm. in the parks or even in some of the special events in the parks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, you know, looking forward to 2024, I, I don't know what movies Disney has planned on coming out. We know they haven't, their box office has not, they haven't done well at the box office lately with their movies. If you could pick an attraction from any of the parks that they haven't made a movie into yet that you think would do quite well, what would it be? These are all questions we can ask on the app. Yeah. Well, so this is, this is, I don't know if this is a cop out, but Rise of the Resistance is, it, it's, it's a Star Wars story. It's a Star <laughs> it's Wars story, but it could be a, it could be a Star Wars movie around mm -hmm. that story. Right. Yeah. It could. It could. Absolutely. Um, um, yeah. It definitely could. Um, it's a small world. Yeah. Well, you know what? That That's a very interesting one, though, Darlene. Mm -hmm. and I, I think it lends itself to so many different interpretations. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I mean. So many different slants. And, and it's iconic. It's got music that goes along with it. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think there's a lot that could be done there. And, you know, if you balance between a fresh and unique story, Right. But homage to the attraction. Mm-hmm. You know, and one that I think they could do that would be very educational um, would be Spaceship Earth. 
Mm-hmm. You know, taking travelers through time, different periods, and and and, and communication. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, if you had some kind of episodic or time travel or something like that, that you got to experience some of those different vignettes, but, yeah. you know, have some connective thread of a story. Yeah. Now, now, for those of you that are old enough to remember, there was once a show called Tauntaun on Oh, yeah. TV. Now, I'm not suggesting they do something. Yeah, I'm not suggesting they do something <laughs> exactly like that. Um, but if you take travelers and put them into not a tunnel, but put them into space and they go into different time zones, time zones um, through history, mm-hmm. and you get to see it from the perspective of the people that lived during those times, yeah. where you're a witness to it, but not necessarily a participant. Yeah. Well, that that could be a Disney Plus limited series. Could be. So you have. For each different time period, you have an episode, mm-hmm. and you know, then you come back next week and you have a different one. Yeah. Yep. Good idea. Mm-hmm. And I think we will leave you on that note. So, any, unless you guys want to mention something else, we can keep okay. this going all night. I'm good. Yeah, let's. <laughs> no, go I think I'm good. Let's not yeah. go all night. Um, I hope we'll have news next week. I'm, I'm not sure. Uh, Jess has been very busy. She's our news person. Although news hasn't been, there's been some news, and we've mentioned it here, so you guys aren't really missing the major stuff, but hopefully she'll be back next week with the news. Kurt should be back next week. Um, you know, Lottie and Kyle, I just want to express our, you know, especially to Kyle, our, our sympathies again. And hope that everything you're going through, you know, you'll have the strength to carry on and remember the good times and and know we're here for you. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Hopefully everyone had a happy and safe new year. Hope, hopefully everyone has a great and wonderful 2024. And until next time, be safe, be yourself. Bye-bye. As I said, it's been a long time since I visited Walt Disney World, but uh, when I walk back under that railroad bridge, like I said, and on the main street, I'm going to sing. And at last I see the light, and it's like the fog has lifted. So we hope that listening to us maybe lifted your fog just a little bit. And we hope you come back and see us next week. And as I said at the beginning of the show, Watch for the update to the app. And I've already posted the survey question about whether you'd be interested in taking a WDW fan zone cruise with us in early 2025. So as soon as that uh, app update comes out, you'll be able to answer that question. Good night, everybody. Have a magical night. Stay safe and happy 2024 again and run strong everybody running in the marathon this weekend.